Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast. It's your host, Garrett Lamb here with Dalton Dickerson, and we have a special episode that we wanted to do together and uh, to just go over the most important topic on planet Earth, uh, which is the gospel. And uh, we just want to lay it out there, what the gospel is, what the gospel isn't, and give you a clear presentation from the Bible of what God says that you have to do to inherit eternal life. And uh, so instead of sharing stories that we have from our week, and like we typically do for the first part of the podcast, Uh, We just want to go into our testimonies of how we came to know the Lord and came to the knowledge of Christ. And so, Dalton, how would you start off by telling your testimony and how you received Christ as your Savior? Yeah, definitely. And I think that everyone should should have a testimony. You should be able to know and tell others about when you accept the Lord. Because if you don't have a testimony, most likely uh, you're not saved. But when I was 10 years old, um, I had made a profession of faith when I was five. I, I, I talked with someone, but, you know, I just I couldn't remember exactly what happened, what was said you know, what I did or didn't do. But when I was 10 years old, I was sitting in church and it was on Wednesday night and the preacher, uh, he was preaching and he mentioned hell and talked about all those that are not saved will spend eternity in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the Lord just really convicted me on that and really uh, got a hold of me. And, you know, I, the invitation came and I, I sat through that. But after the service, I, I knew I, I just couldn't, uh, you know, go another day without knowing 100% sure that I was saved. So I went to my youth pastor, uh, mm-hmm. and I, and I talked to him about it and I asked him, I said, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. Uh, can you, can you talk to me about this? And and he sat me down and he asked me some questions, but most importantly, he went through the Bible and showed me Garrett that, you know, I was a sinner and I, and I knew that, and I knew yeah. that because of my sin, I, I couldn't go to heaven. I had to go to hell. Uh, but he told me about Jesus Christ and what he did for me and how he died on the cross and how he was buried and he rose from the grave for me. Mm. And uh, told me that all I had to do was, was believe in him and, and ask the Lord to save me. So I did that uh, right here in this office, right where I'm sitting. Uh, there oh. used to be a couch here. And uh, that's where I sat down. I asked the Lord to save me. And fast forward, you know, 13 years later, I have a desk here and I'm the youth pastor. Just a crazy mm-hmm. story. But, but that's how I know for sure I'm going to heaven is I trust the Lord when I was 10 years old. And anytime I doubt it or maybe think, man, I, I just don't feel saved, I, I go back to that memory uh, of when I, I trust the Lord and asked him to save me. And it's all upon him. You know, there's nothing I did. All I did is ask him uh, to take me to heaven when I die and, and, mm-hmm. and accept him as my savior. And he did everything else. So yeah, that's amen. my story there. Man, that's a great story. That is really, really neat. Full circle now. You're in the yeah. same room. <laughs> You're the youth pastor. That's really neat. Um, You know, my testimony, of course, everyone's unique, and I was also 10 years old at the time. Uh, It was in 2009. We always went to a summer camp at Mount Salem Revival Grounds in West Union, West Virginia, and uh, back in the holler. And uh, we we had a great time every year playing games, you know, having fun at camp. If you've ever been to camp, and it's like the best week of the whole entire year. And I got there Monday night. Uh, Monday night is usually just a short message. Uh, not a lot, a lot to it. You're just getting in the routine of uh, doing the schedule of camp and you got a long week ahead of you. So it is more of a shorter service. Uh, but like you, Dalton, I, I'd made a profession, I believe, when I was four, maybe five years old. Um, I think my mom took me through the Bible, but 
I really didn't have any memory of that. Just knew that people had told me that's what I'd done. Um, and so when I was 10 years old at that camp, uh, there was an evangelist named Oliver Reza who was preaching that night. And he told a story about a boy named Arthur and uh, not to lengthen the story, but uh, just to make it short, uh, this boy was a bully. He would go to school and this girl would try to invite him to uh, church every single day that they were at school. And uh, finally, they, they really did not get along, this girl and this boy. And uh, the boy Arthur had done something at school really wrong. And uh, this girl tried to encourage him. And he pushed the girl up against the lockers and ran out the door. Uh, but when, when she was trying to talk to him, she gave him an invitation to church again. And when he got home, he felt really bad about doing that. And he sat down at his desk. And he began to read the back of that invitation. It had a full presentation of the gospel. And uh, so he went over that and it said on that tract that you could bury your sins under the blood of Jesus Christ. And so Arthur tried to go in the backyard and he wrote down on when he was at his desk, all the sins that he's ever committed. Uh, he put it in a lunch pail and then started to dig in the backyard. And he was literally trying to bury his sins <laughs> figuratively. Uh, but the moral of the story, obviously, is his, his mom looked outside and said, what are you doing? You know, that's, that's crazy. You can't bury your sins in the backyard. And she took Arthur and showed him how he could know for sure he was on his way to heaven. And mm -hmm. from that story, I knew that I had not done that very thing. Um, I might have made a, a profession when I was younger that I didn't really remember. Uh, but then when I was 10 years old, I, I bowed my head and a man from Pennsylvania uh, took me off to the left side of the pulpit uh, by the piano there at the tabernacle and showed me how I could know for sure I was on my way to heaven. And I haven't doubted it since that day. And so that's, uh, I guess, been a little over, what, uh, 12, 13 years in July uh, mm. that I accepted Christ as my Savior. So really, really cool um, that I was able to do that. And uh, now it's just my goal to be able to tell others about Christ. And uh, really what we want to do through this podcast, we want to share the gospel. And that is the most important thing that we can do on planet Earth is to know for sure that our eternity is going to be secure when we die. And uh, how about Dalton? You tell us a, a couple of areas uh, maybe where we hear about salvation, but that's not really what salvation is. Give us a couple areas that uh, people are maybe deceived and lied about when it comes to salvation. Yeah, Garrett. And, and I feel one area where, you know, false religion is really you know, cause the most damage is, is telling people about salvation. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Things that they have to do or things they can't do and losing salvation, gaining salvation again, and, and all these different things that salvation is not. Yeah. It doesn't matter what church you go to, or if you go to church, salvation is not dependent upon any of that. You know, and the first thing, you know, Garrett, that, you know, salvation is not, is it's not dependent on, on who we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, salvation is not just for those who are in Israel. They're not just for those that are in the church building. Salvation is not just for those that are rich or maybe just the poor. You know, it has nothing to do with who we are. Uh, it has nothing to do with how good we are. You know, Garrett, I could try to be the get best person in the world, but that doesn't mm -hmm. make me saved. Yeah. Uh, it's not, you know, giving money to some, some organization. Uh, it's not trying to look my best at all times. It's not trying to be kind. It has nothing to do with me. Uh, whether how good I am or how bad I am, salvation is for everyone. There's not one person on earth right now that that it cannot be saved, uh, yeah. that there's too bad that they can't be saved. And also there's not one person on earth that's living so good that that makes them saved. It's not mm -hmm. dependent upon us. You know, if you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter how good you are or how bad you are. That has nothing to do with your salvation. You know, Garrett, and that's kind of the first thing I thought of when what salvation is not, is a lot of people will try to say, well, it depends on how good you live. And you're just... 
trying to live your best life and you know you can just hope for the best and, and that's, mm. that has nothing to do with salvation yeah amen and uh, it reminds me of the verse over in ephesians 2 8 and 9 it says it's not by our works lest any man should boast but it's by the grace of god that we'll be able to be saved um, in titus in verse uh, number five of chapter three it says not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the holy ghost and it isn't by our righteousness. We can't get there on our own. Um, but another way that I see that people are lied to uh, when it comes to salvation is they add things to salvation. Um, and probably the most popular one of those would be baptism. Uh, baptism is obviously a great thing to do. It is the first step of obedience that we ought to take. And we could spend a whole nother podcast talking about just baptism. Um, but baptism does not get you to heaven. Uh, even Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.17, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. And uh, we really aren't called to just baptize. Uh, anytime that you see in the Bible that someone is saved, um, you can also see in the book of Acts, uh, he says, you know, the Ethiopian eunuch says, what must I do to be saved? And Philip answers him and says, all you have to do is believe in the name of Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And so it's only the belief and the faith that you have that gets you to heaven. It's not adding baptism to it. As you talked about Dalton, it's not about having works added to your salvation. Um, it's not even a list of things uh, that your good outweighs your bad. Uh, when I was younger, I, I used to think that I grew up in a preacher's home and I used to think that really, if my good outweighs my bad, when I die, I'll get to heaven. And many people live that way. But really, if you think about it, it's not too fair if you did one bad thing more than you did good and you wouldn't get to go to heaven just because of that one bad thing. Um, and I'm glad that God didn't set it up that way. But the lies and the deceit that Satan puts out there is that you have to be good enough and uh, you have to add to your salvation a list of other things. Um, and that's just not the case. You know, it's, it's clearly said in Scripture that it's by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so those are probably two of the most popular things that salvation isn't and people are lied to about. Um, but really we want to take this podcast and show you what salvation is and that maybe you're listening to this and you have been saved before and you know exactly where you're going when you die. And that's amazing. I'm so glad that you do, but think while you're listening to this podcast of when you got saved and your salvation testimony and story, uh, but Dalton, go ahead and jump into telling us what salvation is. Accurate. And, uh, you know, what salvation is salvation. It's the saving act of Jesus Christ, mm. uh, by part parting by parting our sins uh for all men uh and that's through his death and that's through his burial and his resurrection it's him mm -hmm. saving us uh and, and taking away our sins that's what salvation is yeah. and salvation is it's all about jesus christ it's not about you know the church it's not about anything else but jesus mm -hmm. you know, acts four twelve says neither is there is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Mm -hmm. It's all through Jesus. There's only one person that can save us, and that's Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. he is our salvation. He's our only hope, uh, and that is through Jesus Christ. And if you want to be saved, it's it's a it's a belief uh, and a receiving of the Lord to take you to heaven, believing on him and believing on the gospel of, of salvation and receiving him as your savior and trusting in mm -hmm. him and him, him alone to take you to heaven. Yeah. Uh, that's all all it is, is is you're putting all your trust and all your faith upon him. And once he saves you, you're good to go. Uh, it's not a daily yeah. thing, a daily prayer. It's mm -hmm. simply a, a one-time decision to trust the Lord, and he's going to accept that, and he's going to take you to heaven. 
for all eternity. It, it doesn't have a time limit, an expiration date. Once the Lord saves you, he saves you forever. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the road to the cross was not an easy thing. It was a complicated thing. Uh, but the finished work of the cross and what we can accept is the most easy thing. Three, four, five-year-olds can understand what salvation is. But we want to break that down. And we don't want to just say that all you have to do is put your faith and trust in him. Uh, some of you might be saying, how do I do that? And so uh, we want to break that down and show you in scripture exactly how you can do that. And, and it's all in the book of Romans. If you have your Bible, I would grab that. And we're going to go through some scriptures here in the book of Romans. And the first, very first thing that you have to realize as a, a person that's in need of salvation is number one in Romans 3.10, it says, as it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. In uh, Romans 3.23, it says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Um, Dalton, we're going to do a little test here, okay? So you just you answer, answer yes or no to the questions right. that I ask, okay? Um, we're going to find out if you pass the test. Um, Dalton, have you ever told a lie before? Yes. Okay. Um, have you ever maybe accidentally or on purpose uh, used the name of the Lord in vain? Yes. Okay. Um, have you ever before in your entire life maybe taken something that wasn't yours? Yes. Okay. Um, have you ever in your heart or maybe in a bad moment in your life uh, thought a lustful thought before? Yes. Yes. And all four of those questions, you just said yes. So according to that, you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous fornicator, according Thank to what you. God has said. <laughs> yes, that doesn't, say, that doesn't sound too good, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, so according to the Bible, and I would say, you know, Dalton, if you, if you would ask me those questions, I would have said yes to those as well. Yeah. Um, and anybody who is listening today, if you're really honest with yourself, you'd probably say yes to all those questions as well. Um, you know, we've, we've all made mistakes. It doesn't matter what race you are, what religion you are. Uh, how you grew up, if you're rich or you're poor, it does not matter. We all are sinners. And so that puts us all on the level playing field of knowing that none of us are better than each other. We are all sinners and we are in need of something. Um, but first of all, it shows us in the Bible what our penalty for our sin is. And Dalton, how about you explain that? Yeah. And, and the penalty of sin uh, can be found in Romans 6.23. talks about for the wages of sin is death. Uh, and Garrett, you just talked about how we're all sinners and you know, how I'm a sinner. And, you know, if we're honest, uh, you stand before God and he were to judge us, you know, by our sin, we'd find ourselves guilty. Mm -hmm. And because we're guilty, there has to be a consequence. Just like Garrett, if you drive hundred miles an hour on the road and get pulled over, you're going to have to pay the consequences of, of your act there. Yeah. And just like that, the price, the wage, or that, that means the payment of our sin is death. And that's a physical death. We're all going to die and go to the grave. But also that's a spiritual death. And we know that because of Revelation 2014, this is talking about hell. So because of our sin, because of all the things that I've done wrong, uh, the price of my sin is hell. And, uh, you know, if, if I were to die without Christ uh, and without him paying for my sins, and if you never had Christ uh, pay for your sin, you never accepted his payment, uh, that means that because of your sin, you have to go to hell. And everyone that enters into hell is an intruder. Uh, you know, and, and God wants us to go to heaven, but because of our sin, uh, we can't go there. We have to have someone take care of our sin. You know, I can go to the church, Garrett, but that doesn't take away my sin. You know, I can, uh, you know, read the Bible, but that doesn't take away my sin. You know, I can give money to uh, a charity, but that doesn't take away my sin. Uh, there's nothing I can do to, to pay the price of sin. And there's only one person uh, in the world who's ever lived, and, that, and that's Jesus Christ who can take care of our sin. 
And yes. if, if we don't accept him and we decide to try to pay our own sin debt and try to be and try to take care of ourselves, we see that the price for our sin is hell. Mm-hmm. And hell is not a place of, of fun. It's a place of, for eternity. It's fire. It's torment. Uh, it's loneliness. It's uh, regret. Uh, and you're going to be there for millions of years, times a million years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that died 200 years ago without Christ are still in hell today burning. And, you know, if you've ever been close to a fire and you've, you've gotten burned and just the, the horrible pain there, just imagine that for all eternity in complete darkness and complete loneliness uh, with not one happy person around you for all eternity. And that's what hell is. And it's for those who never have their sins paid for by Jesus Christ. And the price of our sin uh, is hell. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we have to pay because of our sin. Yeah. And uh, man, there's as much as we believe uh, in heaven, we believe that there is a hell. Yeah. And uh, the whole reason for us having a podcast, being youth pastors, um, giving the gospel on a weekly basis is because we don't want anybody that is in our audience here or in our realm of influence to have to suffer hell. Uh, we don't want to condemn anybody to hell. We don't want to have anybody that we know have to go there because they never heard the truth. And you know, the truth is in Jesus Christ. And everything that we've said so far, if we were to just leave the podcast and say, all right, that's the end of the podcast. Have a great day in Jesus. Uh, that, that would not be a good ending. Yeah. Uh, you would be very, very discouraged and be like, what in the world? Um, but now we have hope. In Romans 5, 8, it says, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. And this is where the gospel really comes into effect that uh, what we just celebrated in this last week or so with Easter uh, is that we know that we have a savior who died for us. Uh, God loved us. That word commendeth means showed or proved his love so much for me and for you that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die for you. Now, we already talked about the penalty for our sin is death. That is the, the penalty that I have to pay just as much as if you were to walk into a store and you stole a bunch of things in the store and you got caught, you would have a debt that you would have to pay. You'd stand before the judge and you would, they would say you're guilty and you owe a certain penalty. But if someone walked in the door and said, I want to pay this man's penalty, and no matter what the price is, if I have to put time in prison, if I have to pay money for fines, whatever I have to do, this man can go free. Whether you're guilty or not, you get to go free. And even though we are guilty, Jesus Christ, the innocent, died for us, the guilty. And by shedding his blood on the cross, and it wasn't just a a simple death, it was something that he had to have a crown of thorns in his head, nails in his hands and in his feet, uh, whipped with a cat of nine tails. The list really goes on and on of the things that he did for me and for you so we could inherit eternal life. And we have to just put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ and him alone to be able to get to heaven. So we know our penalty. We know that we're sinners. We know that Jesus paid the price. We have that choice of heaven and hell. Uh, now we just have to make the choice. How do we do that? Uh, I don't want to go to hell. I don't think anybody listening on this podcast would want to go to hell. Uh, But the choice is yours to choose heaven and hell. And the last thing is all you have to do is put your faith and trust in him. And Dalton, how about you give us the verse and explain that to them? Yeah, definitely. You know, we know that that Jesus Christ died on the cross for all people, uh, but we know not that not everyone's going to heaven. Uh, So what is the pen, you know, what, how do you go to heaven? Why are those that, that go to hell? And that's through believing on the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. And Romans 10, verse 9 says that, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, 
thou shalt be saved. Mm. So it said, if you confess with your mouth and you believe on the Lord uh, with your heart, then you will be saved. The verse 13, the same chapter says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, mm -hmm. I can put my name in there for if Dalton shall call upon the name of the Lord, Dalton shall be saved. That's pretty, you know, clear cut. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be saved from hell and saved from your sins, all you have to do is trust in the Lord and believe on him as the Savior who died on the cross for our sins and ask him to save us. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I need you to save me. I understand that, that it's only through you I'm going to heaven. So when I die, I want you to take me there and to pay for my sin, sin debt because we're hopeless without the Lord. But if we call upon him, Garrett says he will save us. And that's pretty clear cut. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, something I explained to everybody that I ever talked to is, you know, I don't, I don't have cell phone number for God. Okay. I just can't pick up the phone and call God where it says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. I wish I did. You know, I could just call him anytime. We could talk on the phone and I could tell him all my problems, uh, but he doesn't work like that. And if we had God's cell phone number and everybody else had self, his cell phone number, he'd always have a busy signal and we'd never be able to get through. Uh, but the cool thing about it is we do have a way to talk to God where I can talk to him. Uh, you can talk to him, Dalton, anybody who's listening at any time right now, you can talk to him and you can hear all of us at the same time. And that is through prayer. Uh, many people mistake that salvation is through a prayer, uh, but it really isn't. Uh, prayer is the vehicle. It's the wherewithal that we get to talk to God, but it is the belief and the faith that you have that you say through the prayer to God. Um, prayers don't save people. The only thing that saves you is the belief and faith that you have in your heart, as it says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus shall believe in thine heart, the God that raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So we, we know that number one, we're a sinner. Uh, we know there's a penalty for our sin, which is death. So all of us are going to have to suffer death at one point, but it doesn't end there. It's because Jesus Christ died on the cross and paid for our sins that we can now go to heaven. And all we have to do is accept him as our personal savior through belief and trust and faith in him. And so anybody who's listening to the podcast, if this is something that you have questioned or whether something that you really did not know before you listen to the podcast, uh, I want to do this on the podcast today. We're going to say a short, simple prayer as we just described. Uh, it is not the prayer that saves you. It is the belief that you have. But I'm going to say a short, simple prayer out loud. And if you believe that this is true, and that you believe that Jesus Christ can save you and you've not put your faith in him, I want you to repeat this prayer to yourself or out loud wherever you might be. And it goes something like this. Say, say Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, and I know the penalty for sin is death. But I'm asking you, the best I know how, to come into my heart and save me from all my sins and take me to heaven when I die. I'm trusting in you, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you really said that prayer and you meant that and you want Jesus Christ to be your Savior and you, you really just said that, that is the day of salvation is today that you said and accepted Christ as your Savior. It's the most important thing that could ever happen to you in your entire life. And, uh, you know, if that's something that you were able to do, I would encourage you to reach out to us some way and let us know if you were able to accept Christ, whether if you have our personal cell phone numbers or you can reach out to us through our social medias. Um, but that is, it is the most important thing that you will ever decide is that you're going to spend eternity in heaven. And uh, one last thing we want to do before we end the podcast is 
uh, we want to describe why it is that we can keep our salvation. And uh, Dalton, maybe talk a little bit on why we can know that not only if you accepted Christ today, that you can keep Christ for eternity and sins and things like that aren't going to take you away from that. Dalton, explain that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And and man, I, I, I really soaked in this podcast and I think it's so important to know how to know for sure you're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. But once you're saved, you know, you're always saved. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's not something that you can lose the next day. You know, Jesus Christ paid for it all. Uh, it's, and, you know, he, his death on the cross was enough to pay for every mistake that I've ever done. Even after I got saved, you know, mm-hmm. his, his death on the cross is paying for the sin that I'm still committing. And I should try to, to live better and live for him, but I'm still going to mess up and we're still going to sin. Uh, but it's, it's going to be for all eternity. Yeah. Uh, and we see that, you know, in, in the book of John, John 5, 24, it talks about those that believe in the name of the Lord Christ. It says that, that he will not come into condemnation, uh, but is passed from death into life. But if you believe in the Lord, uh, you will, uh, you will not come into condemnation. And also, yeah. you know, I think of John chapter 10, uh, I believe at verse 27 mm-hmm. talks about, uh, those that, that. The Lord knows his sheep and he knows them. Then John chapter 10, verse 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they, and they follow me. Verse 28, and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Mm. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You know, when you accept the Lord, he gives us eternal life. The Bible says never perish. Mm-hmm. And that, that word never, that's a strong negative. You know, we will never perish. So if you trust the Lord and, and he saves you, he gives you eternal life. Uh, we're in God's hands and there's no one that can take you out. There's no sin that is so bad to make you unsaved. There's no uh, place you can go in this world. That's, that's greater than God. Verse 29 says, my father, which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Mm-hmm. If you're saved, you're in God's control. You're in God's hand. You're his child. And the devil can't make you unsaved. Uh, what you do can't make you unsaved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even if you wanted to be unsaved, you cannot, uh, you know, escape the, what the Lord has for you. He's mm-hmm. greater than all. Uh, and if we ever get to the point where, man, man, I, I wake up and it's, it's, I've been saved for five years, but I just don't feel very saved. And I've made some mistakes. You can go back to this verse and understand that. Uh, and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And you can ask the Lord, tell the Lord, you know, I'm in your hands and you've saved me. And you said, I'm never going to perish. In John chapter five, I'm, I'm not going to come into any condemnation. Mm-hmm. And you can put your trust in that. You know, salvation is eternal. Uh, once you're saved, the Lord has saved you. Uh, your name's been written down in the book of life. Uh, and, and you can count on it that you'll never lose your salvation. Yeah. And I think the, the most powerful illustration I ever heard uh, about that is in the a verse we read earlier for the wages of sin is death. Uh, the last part says, but the gift of God is the eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, Dalton, what if I came to your guys' house down in Tennessee and I gave you the newest brand new Ford F-150 uh, like for free? Yeah, you can, you can have it for free. All right. You don't have to do anything for it. And uh, if I came back and I said, Hey, you remember the F-150 I gave you? You're like, Oh yeah, it's been great. I've enjoyed it. And it's been awesome to be able to have and I said, yeah, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to need that back. You know, that, that probably wouldn't make you very happy, no <laughs> number way. one. And uh, you wouldn't want to give it back. And then that's not a gift because yeah. you had to give it back to me. Um, or if I'd said, you know, you can have this. This is for me to you. I bought it for you, Dalton. But uh, if you could meet me halfway and just pay me about $30,000 uh, <laughs> to be able to get that, you would probably be like, well, that's not really a gift. 
you know, you, you really just put something on me and God did not purpose salvation to be something that we have to earn or we have to keep. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have to understand that God's relationship with us is an ongoing relationship. Just as much as I can't change who my parents are forever and ever, I can never change the DNA that my parents are who they are. Uh, you are now in the family of God. And no matter what you do, you will be a part of the family of God for eternity. Uh, God even says himself that he cannot make himself a liar and he cannot deny himself is what the Bible says, uh, that he would take back salvation. And so because it's a gift, because God says that it's a gift, it can never, ever be taken back. And we can be assured, we can be assured the up that we know that we are saved today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, a hundred years from now, I will be in eternity in heaven because God promised me that if I do exactly what he had said, that I would, I would gain eternal life. And uh, I hope that if you listen today and it was a blessing to you, uh, whether it be an encouragement that you share this with other people and kind of show you how to do that and give you the verses and um, be able to study those. Or if it's something that you can go back in your mind and think of when you accepted Christ as your savior, or lastly, if you are able to accept Christ as your savior, uh, this is the most important day and you can walk in newness of life um, now because you know that you are saved. And uh, I, I'm so glad that someone shared the gospel with me. And uh, that very day on July 13th of 2009, it changed my life forever. And Dalton, I know you could say the same as well. Uh, Dalton, kind of give us your closing thoughts on the podcast. Yeah. And you, you need to know for sure that you're going to heaven. Uh, if there's one thing in this life to, to be settled and definite, uh, is to know for sure you're going to heaven. That's the only thing that matters. Uh, you know, 70 years on the, on the earth is nothing compared to millions of years in eternity. You need to know, make sure you're saved. And, and uh, two, two things I want to say before we go is, is, first of all, you can't have always be, been saved. You know, many times, Garrett, we'll, we'll meet people and see so many, and they'll say, yeah, me and Jesus, we've always just kind of had a thing going. Yeah, you can't have always had salvation. Yeah. You know, me and Gwen, I love Gwen, my wife, but I have not always known Gwen. There was a time in my life where I met Gwen. There was a time in my mm -hmm. life where we got married. It was a one-time thing. It wasn't, you know, I was born and, and we knew each other our whole life. I met her uh, and we got married. And just like that, we can, we've never, we can have never known Jesus from the get-go. Mm -hmm. It has to be a time in our life where we say, Lord, I, I need you to save me. And I'll put my trust in you today to save me for all eternity and take me to heaven when I die. It has to be a one-time thing. But then also, Garrett, you talked about that F-150, and you still want to do that. You know, I, I would, I would, I think that would be a great <laughs> illustration of salvation. Yeah, so, yeah, man, that'd be a high price. <laughs> yeah, it would be. But Garrett, imagine that you give me, you gave me that that mm -hmm. that truck, and you came down to visit in Tennessee, and I, I look at you and I say, Garrett, you know, I just not, I haven't been a good friend. Can I have this truck? And yeah. You say, well, Dalton, it's it's already yours. No, no, uh, I don't feel like it is. Can I can I have this truck? Mm -hmm. you know, Gary, you look at me and say, I can't give you that something that, that, that I've already given you. I don't have mm -hmm. it to give. Yeah. And when we look at Jesus and we doubt our salvation, or maybe we just, we struggle with, with thoughts, uh, or we think, man, I got to get saved multiple times. You know, Jesus has already given us salvation. He can't give us what's already been given. If we've mm -hmm. already accepted, it's ours. He hasn't taken it back. And that's yeah. why we don't need to be saved multiple times in our lifetime. It's a one-time thing. He's given it to us. It's ours. It's ours forever. Uh, and if we ask for it again, it, it can't be given because we already mm -hmm. have eternal life. Yeah. And, you know, I, Garrett, I'm so glad that we decided to go through this podcast and this, this topic of salvation. 
you know, what a, what a sad thing is if you listen to every episode of discover grace and one day you were to die and go to hell, mm-hmm. you know, what a waste of a podcast. If you've never accepted the Lord, what a waste of time to listen to this. If you've never accepted the Lord as your savior. So today's the day that today's the day of salvation. If you're yeah. listening to the podcast, you're not saved, you know, go back and, and, and listen to this and, and ask the Lord to save you or reach out to one of us and we can talk to you about it because mm-hmm. that is the most important thing that you will ever decide in your life. Amen. I know this podcast was definitely refreshing for me just to be able to go back in my mind and think about the day that I got saved. And uh, we're so glad for everyone that listens to the podcast. Um, Continue to like and uh, share the podcast in any way that you can, especially this episode here, uh, to be able to get the gospel out further than we could ever reach. And uh, for next time on the podcast, we'll be here. And uh, thank you so much for being here for this one. Signing off for Garrett and Dalton. Have a great day in Jesus.